You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Well, welcome everybody to episode six, I believe, of the Bardic College's presentation of Cthulhu in Cairo. I'm Raz, and I'll be your keeper for this evening. Before I introduce our players, we are doing a couple of little diff- things differently this evening. We have decided to run the teams in two separate groups. So if your favorite player is not in this particular episode, they will be part of episode second episode episode seven where we will have Faye Dawson and Sid Poulter outside the estate where we last left them trying to calm Faye down after she saw a butchered body in the foyer of the uh the Percival Reese estate so that team we're kind of doing this to see how this works instead of jumping back and forth uh for you the listener we figured we would push through since Faye can't enter the house right now because of the fear and the terror, she rolled a critical fail on her on her uh, sanity check. So with that going on, we figured we would try this format and see how it works. Also, I just want to say to everyone, this is going this is a call of Cthulhu game. This episode this evening there may be some things that trigger people if they've had any traumatic experiences in their lives we'd like to give a warning out to that this is definitely going to be a rated r session it's not for the faint of heart i'm not saying that i'm going to be going into graphic scenes of you know assault or anything but there's definitely going to be a lot of violence and some of the imagery will be very violent and just the way it's described so if that's sort of not your thing or you're on the younger side we really ask you to turn off at this point because this call of cthulhu is definitely not your DD type game and uh, you know it's definitely a darker path and this story is about to take a really weird turn. So with that being said, again, welcome. And uh, let's introduce our players in session one. We first have Scott playing P- Professor John Schooley. What do we know about Professor Schooley, John? Uh, Scott? Professor Schooley, international man of mystery. He's uh, prepared to go and wanting to uh, discover more. And we also have our school marm, uh, although on the younger side she is, Aveline Hammond, played by Kayla. Kayla, what do we know about Aveline? Aveline is a mysterious school teacher there are certain things about her that are coming to light that is not adding up to the image she presents so we'll see how that goes and how far she can take this little game of hers very interesting and finally last but not least we have lauren playing Catherine ross Catherine uh is a pretty uh Pretty much you get what you see, what you get. But Lauren, why don't you tell us a little bit about Catherine? Ross is our lovely World War I combat nurse of few words and even fewer friends, whose love language consists of uncomfortable silences. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Always with the funny. <laughs> what I do. So for those who uh, are just either joining us or who need a quick recap from the last episode, there was a grand gala unleashing, uh, unveiling a exhibit at the British Museum. Our investigators sort of were thrown together for different various reasons at the grand gala. And then they were invited to an after party at a very famous bookshop in the center of London that deals with fairly uh, unique, rare volumes. They carry some of the, the modern presses, but usually some more things like first editions and things of that nature. There was an attempted holdup. It was thwarted by our team. There was one man wounded in the initial conflict. But at the end of it all, the three perpetrators, there was eight, but three of them were captured by the police and taken away. A book was called for, but they did not get it. The team found it, found some inscriptions in it, found a writing and a key hidden inside the binding. That key was later identified as as potentially a lockbox key. But... They haven't gone any further with that. The bookshop burned down the subsequent day. And also in the newspaper, there was a major headline that the three men who had tried to rob the bookstore had been killed by some vigilante that turned one of the guns upon them in a very violent and dark manner. Shotgun blasts. That was all over the press. 
Catherine, having contacts in the medical field, realized that those, you know, went to the, the hospital that would have been associated with that part of London, identified that there were three actual bodies in the morgue with gunshot wounds to the head and chest, and went back to tell the team. They had a meeting with the police. That did not go as well as they planned, and that caused all kinds of issues. The book was lost in, in the conversation, and they believe that they've been duped by somebody who actually was one of the, the players in this elaborate attempt to recover this book of poetry. And that leads us to, they got on a train, they attempted to warn their friend Percival Reese, who is the head of the Egyptian Egyptology section in London, we did not take a train. We we drove there. Oh, I'm sorry. We did drive. They thought about the train, but that wasn't going to be the best, the quickest way. They were able to acquire a car, made their way out here, arrived at the house. The house was dark. They went inside and in the grand foyer saw the body of what appears to be the butler, hacked and mangled. And that's where we will pick it up. So let me just go ahead. And for our, our team, I'm going to reveal the house. Now, this layout is slightly different than uh, the one I found because this was sort of the moment that was the closest uh, to my original drawing. And since my drawing is so absolutely terrible, this is what we'll go with. So the staircase that you found the young boy at is actually here. So the staircase wasn't actually exposed when you first walked in, but somebody found it when they opened the door. And one other thing before we get started, because I feel that I may have played this a little unfairly to the team, and I want to give everybody a chance. Does anybody have the skill of law? Only very not. minor. Uh, even if it's minor, go ahead and give me a roll on that. Uh, it does not. Okay. I am. I am. I, I have a very cursory knowledge of the law. Okay. I will um, try next. I just need to get my app out. No. <laughs> I okay. got a sixty. I got a sixty-six. Okay, so the team the team did not get that role. I'll offer it also to the other two. What I was doing was that role probably should have been allowed uh, at some point during the invest during the conversation with Simmons, detective that may have duped you or you believe has duped you out of the book. That would have given you a chance to say, "Hey, wait a minute, he didn't show me a badge. I, you know, maybe I understand a little bit more about the law than I, you know, my character knows more than I do." And I would have given you an advantage tonight on a, any dice roll that you wanted. But since that wasn't made, we'll just go ahead and go forward from there. Just trying to make it a little bit more fair because. Characters may have known a little bit more about what was going on in that scene than the players themselves. So I wanted to make sure if you had the skill, we would put it to use. So as you can see now, the uh, the main staircase or the staircase in question is off the back of the hall. On that one, you found the body of what appears to be Reese's son. He is a teenager, probably about 14 or 15. He's been cut up pretty bad. There is The blood is covering the stairs and, and underneath him and pouring down the first three or four stairs into the you know foyer of the steps itself. You have already searched for time's sake just as understanding you've thrown open the library the cloakroom and what they call the school room there is a hallway that goes off to the right but those particular three rooms that you have all just checked were all appear to be clear there's no ransacking there's nothing down there and it's at this point that professor schooley heard a creaking board from upstairs and we are in the hall right now when we hear that We'll say you're by the staircase itself where you've just found okay. the, young, the younger man's body. Now, can we determine if the creaking floorboard, like what side of the house it's on? Is it directly above? With the, with the size of this home, you're, prob you're believing it's somewhere you know, above you or a room away. It wouldn't be on the other end of the house. It would, gotcha. just, it wouldn't be that loud. Got it. You know, I, I motion to, to the other two you know, with a quiet signal and point up. And at that, uh, I also... Uh, pull out uh, both of my guns oh actually no i'm carrying the the uh i'm carrying the shotgun never mind correct yep yes. you were uh catherine also i believe was carrying a, a shotgun and yeah. aveline i believe you had your pistol out or pistols which one are you you got two or one i only have my one my 45 and then on my hands i have my modified gloves with the uh knuckles on them with mm -hmm. like the hardened knuckles on them so i can do some punching 
So as you were stepping into the house, you quickly reached into your handbag, pulled out these uh, maiden gloves that have uh, some sort of a brass fitting sewn inside each knuckle or some sort of a, a hardened shell there. And uh, you throw those on and grab and grip that the gun in that in with one of your hands. Okay, no problem. All right, so the three of you are gathered. You've just got done examining the young boy's body. You hear the creak upstairs. I whisper to the others, let's go investigate. Let's, do we want to rush him? Keeper, from our precursory search of the downstairs of the house, is there a back way up to uh, the second floor? There's a lot of, there's a lot of space off to the right and left, the, the wings of the house that you haven't mm-hmm. been able to examine yet. You, you threw open the door to the library. Got it. Like I said, okay. you, you really haven't. This is just a staircase you found. By the size of the house, you're thinking there's probably a secondary wing. Like to come there's up. Usually, uh, there's usually yeah. servants' access to the other yeah. floors on different stairs. So Abilene would whisper, we need to clear the first floor as a priority. Otherwise, we could be caught unawares by others in the house. Sounds good. But- that leaves you, yeah, that leaves you literally at the foyer. So you are currently right. Of course, my cursor makes a mess. He draws a hangman's news. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah that was okay. not intentional. I am so sorry. You are at the dot. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Yeah. Just north of the library. You're, you're adjacent to the library wall on the northern side. We yep. would see, like, doors off to the left, which are leading to, like, where it says chapel and such? Correct. The, the door to the chapel is there. That little dot is right now I just marked. So mm-hmm. yes, you would mm-hmm. see this is like a staircase going up, and then there's a storage area, you know, where they probably put like mops and some quick brooms and stuff in case there's a mess somewhere on the lower level. And then you see the chapel and the living room doors are, are adjacent to each other here. So I kind of motion towards those doors with a okay. sort of like with a with a look of like, do we want to go there first? Yeah, because Catherine doesn't want to rush the guy up the stairs. We gotta mm-hmm. and Aveline's right, we gotta clear the main level. So Catherine motions, Aveline, you've got the torch, go and Who's watching bear our... the torch? I'm the torch bearer, so I guess I'm the one going in first. Yeah. Um, if for D&D's sake, like, Darth, is there like a line of walking? Like, who's in the middle? Who's in the back watching? I'll, our I'll take the back. Well, there's two doors. Are you doing one or are you doing both at the same time? That would leave the second door without a torch. So I'm assuming you're opening a door? Yes. Okay. Yes, we're mm. opening a door. Are you opening the yep. door to the furthest door north or the, sec- or the, the second door? Um, I'm going to the furthest door north. Okay, so we're assuming it's like, yeah, we're doing one of these into here. Okay, uh, you open the door into this room, and although the electricity is out, this room is light, has low-level illumination. There are candles that are burning here, especially up near the altar itself. That's what you see, Aveline, when you open the door. If everybody, does everybody just, are you, you don't see anybody or hear any noise. So does the team actually make its way in at this point, or would you just be opening the door, Kayla, for a cursory look? I don't want to explore it. I would just give it a cursory look to make sure nobody's hiding. Yep. So... I would say we're just trying to clear the rooms, right? Because mm-hmm. we got to okay. deal with the thing upstairs. Aveline, give me a spot hidden then. I got a five. That's so... a critical success for me because my spot hidden is a 65. As you look forward up to the front of the home, the cross has been wrenched off the wall. It is lying a, sort of discarded on the side. There is a large table but it's draped in a black cloth and the candles are not sitting in traditional like in a cloistered rack you know a a rack itself where you'd make multiple prayer offerings these are actually all along the the steps that lead up from the the main floor of the chapel there's like a small uh, like two or three steps to where you would give the homilies and everything the, the preacher would speak those candles have are arranged low on the ground and you notice this like you're making a cursory glance and you're like cross down 
black drapings on the altar. That doesn't make, that's not good. Like it immediately hits you and you see it. Somebody's desecrated this chapel to, I don't even know how to, I don't even know what this means, but some, somebody has ruined this chapel and what it should mean. And I point to everything that I see, like cross down the candles and the drapes. And I say, what in God's name is going on? All right, the rest of you, with that with that announcement from Aveline, although albeit silently, you hear someone's desecrated the you know the chapel. Does anybody else want to? Is anybody else looking, or is this more of a just keep moving? There's nobody here. By the way, Kayla, you're you're convinced there's no one in this room. Yes. Okay. Cool. Clearly, so- bad stuff has already happened in this house. Like we are just finding more bad stuff. So we can always come back to here if we need to look into it. I suggest we keep moving. Let's not get hung up. We're in like an active crime scene here. Okay. Yeah. So we need to, we need to, I, I, I would be feeling that we need to uh, clear the rooms and make sure there's nobody else down here. Gotcha. Or, hmm. or perhaps even if there's somebody hiding that needs help. So okay. the chapel itself, as you can see, has an entrance here. Do you make your way through the chapel and use the southern, the entrance heading south, or do you go back into the hallway and enter from the side door? I guess because I'm having the torch, and I do not want to go in there because I don't like the feeling of that room. I'd go back out into the hall and take the second door. So you're entering from this side like this? Yes. So you come out, push the door open. Uh, You have the torch again. John's right up close. Catherine's a little bit further back, looking backwards, making sure no one's coming down the stairs. Everyone's kind of, you know, doing the best they can. To, to cover each other as, as quickly as possible. This is the living room. It's accrued in like sort of like a French, well, I don't even know what they, French colonial, but it, when they call it French colonial, it's more like, you know, the Louis the Four, Louis the 16th, Louis the 18th type of, you know, high fashion, bolstered, fine, you know, fine cloths. Lauren, it may be a different period if, or however they call it. French provincial. I'm sorry. Not there colonial, you go. French provincial. I'm sorry. So it's decorated in a French provincial. Uh, it has a large fireplace. Room is very beautifully done. There are two exits outside to the patio. The, the patio itself, uh, hard to see with the, the sun going down, but your torch hits the reflect the light on the you know to the patio and it just shines back at you. So it's really you know you don't get the light to go through. It kind of reflects off the glass and kind of bumps back. Uh, but this room it seem appears to be okay. Nothing appears to be out of sorts here. Okay, and again, not many decent hiding places like no armoires or no. Yeah, like cabinets or, that like there are probably are cabinets, but like anything a person like could hide in. Okay, so if if you spend if the three of you enter the room, you can see it's a fairly good size room. Three of you enter the room within less than forty five seconds, you're able to quickly and quietly clear. Yeah, and just give out the we're all set, we're good. Cool. Okay. Next room. So by the design here, this doesn't uh, join anywhere unless you step outside and come this way to the red parlor which will bring you back, you believe, towards the library. Is it your intention to step outside, or are you going to backtrack your way all the way to the hall and come through the library itself to get to this final room? This was an addition to the house, and they never broke through the original wall. Okay. No, what I'm asking is how dark is it outside? Because we're in the dark. living room right now. We can. It's it's at this point with everything that's going on. It's it, we were at twilight when you arrived. Yeah. This mm-hmm. has probably been five or ten minutes. You're getting to the point where the outside light is disappearing. It's almost gone. If we go outside, my my thought would be the light would be visible. It's yep being waved around, so it might alert somebody if they do not know we're here yet. So backtrack through the house and like I that would be my thinking, but I don't know about John. I mean, we don't really know the layout of the house, so unless we go out and inspect the patio, 
Right. We wouldn't necessarily know that there's a door over to the parlor, right? True. Well, you what you do know from the front of the house is you don't believe you come far enough south and you haven't seen the bay window. So you mm-hmm. know there must be another room, but you don't know how to reach Correct. it. Yeah. So yeah, it's you're assuming it that you would hope there'd be well, a Well, we were we yeah. were in the we searched the library earlier though. You said we yeah, searched all of the main four rooms right there. You seen a door in the, the door. Corner. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So I, I feel like as far as I would know that you know that door is leading to the uh, the chamber that we haven't seen yet. Right. So you'd prefer to go through the house. That's what I would say. As you get into the living room, uh, you hear another step above. above. Yep. Keep moving. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Quietly. <laughs> okay. Uh, you make your way back out into the grand hall, down to the library, throw the library door open. The library, again, does not appear to have anything done to it. It doesn't appear to be tossed, but you do see... You know, with a torchlight, you pick up in the far distance on the far wall that there is that door that's and it, that door appears to be slightly ajar. So it's not closed. Yeah. OK. All the way. All right. Heading over. Absolutely. Yep. Kind of, we're, we're in that same like I've got the shotgun over over Aveline's shoulder as she's, you know, walking, you know, the mean, the mean SWAT team I'm, style. I'm sorry you're going to go deaf, but I have to do this for you. SWAT team style. Yep. Yeah. Also, I'm holding my torch like this gun over it kind of like they do in those police shows <laughs> okay yeah um the technique that would have been popular in 1935 <laughs> shooting from the on. hip yeah, no, hold on now <laughs> i have my let's, gun drawn let's uh professor schoolie and Catherine. let's uh have an intel roll please professor schoolie and Catherine. yeah do you mean me no that's oh, Aveline. Okay. Look at me rolling know. 22s all over the place <laughs> that is a hard success hard right. success 37 for Catherine as well. Okay. You both see this Aveline drop down into a not quite shigadach stance, but her <laughs> legs definitely take a bracing position, you know, that she's fired a 45 before. And as she brings the torchlight up, rests her arm to get a nice clean shot right under the, na- the you know, <laughs> across the nape of the light, looking at it, makes her way slowly and with great authority. You both notice that her gloves have sewn something hard into the knuckles they appear to be they does not look like ladies racing gloves or just wandering you know having a, a constitutional in the evening these gloves look like they're made for some serious beat down work and she hits the door gives you the heads and pushes it in with her elbow <laughs> and looks in Corp- they, they must take corporal punishment rather seriously at your primary school so- our lady of perpetual sorrow students know what it means to be disciplined <laughs> Our Lady of Perpetual Sorrow. I can't. So, so you enter the red parlor. This room, unlike the others, the chapel had been manipulated. This room had been decimated. There was a struggle in here. There was a fight. There is furniture overturned. Tables have been smashed. Uh, this room definitely had some sort of a uh, of a very serious altercation that was not over in a mere few seconds. This looks like a struggle. You know, uh, uh, someone was really fighting for themselves and trying to not have whatever was happening happen. The poker is out of the fireplace. It, it, it you know, it, it appears to be somewhat bent out of shape, like it was swung, possibly hitting someone. That's what you get in a cursory glance. If you want to go into a harder investigation, that's going to take time. I kind of feel like uh, like a like a closer look here might... Uh... Yeah. Might might serve us just in case. I mean, there could be somebody, oh. you know, a body underneath a, you know, tossed piece of furniture yeah. or something like that. Um, that's, okay, that's my so exact thought of, as well. 
I kind of whisper that and motion forward into the room to see if uh, see if the other two are in agreement. Okay, cool. so there is only one torch. The search for the three of you is going to have to be somewhat slower and systematic. So this is going to take a good four to five minutes to cover the, everything with one torch. The three of you, because if one's looking at, or leaves and goes to another spot in the room, they're going to bring me the torch. It's like you're going to keep moving around. So let's even call it four minutes because that's a fair number for me with three people. Go ahead and give me I, spot can hit I, can yeah, I yeah. ask, is, is there a light switch? There is. Close the door. Okay. Turn on the light. I mean, if, nope. you know, I, I suggest this yeah. to the, I don't, no. I don't do that. I suggest to the others, like. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Let's make Are we averse to lights here? No, we are <laughs> not averse to lights. Draw the, draw the drapes, <laughs> shut the door. Yeah. The door, try it. Okay. And so the light doesn't flash outside. Yeah. Okay. You go to turn, you flip the light. The old style round looking mm-hmm. thing with yep. the you can see the wire going up through the up to the plaster because they didn't bury the, the wires be up back then. You click yep. it, you click it, you click it, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Oh, I'm not surprised. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Okay. The old, the old, oh, the old, it the old dark the old dark room trick. Somebody <laughs> cut the power. Yep. All right. So we're all rolling spot hiddens. Yep, please. Here we go. Let's do this shit. I should have gone to another rolling app knowing I rolled so well in those first two. 86. 44, I, I made it. Catherine, uh, you see uh, uh, blood, but not enough blood to indicate some sort of a fatality. Uh, but there is definitely several splatters of blood, most of them near where the, uh, the poker ha- had been discarded. The poker has some blood on it, and you see some splatter on the floor as well as if someone had been struck you know, a good blow, but there's no body. There's no indication that the person was incapacitated from the strike, but it definitely, it definitely caused injury. Struggle happened. Like the most carnage in the room. Is that where the blood is or is the um, blood in a different spot than the destruction in the room? No. So is it's, it pretty it, evenly dispersed? The, the poker would have been up closer towards where the door, like the, someone may have heard a ruckus mm-hmm. um, in your head. You're sort of picturing that with that role. You, you, you see, you're, you're thinking that maybe someone grabbed something to defend themselves. Got it. Struck whoever the intruder as they were trying to come through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when, you know, all hell broke loose. There are indications that th- there is some blood also on one of the overturned, couches like the settee but that's more like a smear not a splatter so it could be the same injury like maybe as they were, a person was wrestling right. or something rubbing their head or rubbing their shoulder where they got hit that's sort of what you see but other than that that's all you get out of it you, and there's no one you find no one hiding in here nothing like that i immediately go and check the patio door okay the patio door was locked from the inside so it's a good thing you didn't go out through the back glass because you would have had to break it and make noise to come in so this was the better route so patio door remains locked inside. Correct. Whatever was in here didn't go out. Whatever was in here did not go through the patio. Okay. That was what I wanted to check. Cool. Yep. I think that, I think with that done, we need to make a move on because we don't know how much longer he's going to, that whatever is up there is going to be up there. Like, okay. So now you're back again. here. Make her way color. back to the hall. Yep. yep. You're in the hall. You have the right side of the house. You do hear. Above us again. I meant to ask, yep. as we, yep, above uh, having having seen the parlor coming back through the library, yep, does that give us any new like? Oh, they came through here, or did they go back? Like they would have had to come back through the library. There is, but there's uh, unless you unless you really spend time searching for okay. 
blood splatters or something else. Whatever happened in that in the in what you would refer to as the red parlor, it's painted red walls and it has you know the re- whatever happened in the red parlor seems to have run its course. And either the person had been submitted, subdued, or whatever, and the library shows no sign of, of struggle. Just triple checking. We're now in the hall, and there's okay. creaking. Thank you. There's definite creaking, yeah. And this time, the creaking, yeah. the creaking definitely sounds as if it's not just a positional change, like someone's you know shifting weight. This sounded like a walking across. Okay. Does it does it seem like um like, like we're hearing the noises right at times always above us? We we don't hear the noise where it seems distance, where it, like it seems like it's moving from one spot to the next. We're always hearing it positionally above us. You. Your assumption with that, John, give me an idea roll. That's another intel. That does not make it, no. Do you want to spend a few points of luck to make it make it? Are you close? No, I'd need to spend a, a few points. Okay. Um, so Yeah, well, you know what? I'll spend it. It's up to you. Entirely up yeah, to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you burn, go ahead and burn a little bit of luck. Players, yep. Listeners at home, you can use luck in different ways in Call of Cthulhu, Pulp Cthulhu as well. You can modify an, a roll to a success. You can never modify with luck from a success to a hard success or critical. That's the only thing about that. So with that burn, you just think that what's been happening is as you like you've been pat like you passed through the library, you didn't hear anything. But there's the definite activity upstairs is on the same side of the house that you've been investigating. You you have not heard anything faintly coming from the other side yet. So either. You pick the left side and it happened to be the right side, you know, the, the correct side of the house there under there above you is what you're assuming. Like whatever's yeah. going on seems to be on the west wing of the house. I kind of quietly share that to the other two, uh, okay. to Aveline and Catherine, that it seems like this activity we're hearing is all over there. And that in a house like this, the servant stairs are probably going to be on the other side. Maybe we should continue investigating over there and then make our way up on that side, away from where this activity seems to be. And then we can perhaps approach whoever's on the second floor, not going up the stairs right into the middle of them, be able to approach them across the house on our own terms. I'd like to, Keeper, I'd like to make a listen roll. Uh I got an 18. Okay, is that a hard critical? What is that? Uh, my listen is a 45, so that's a hard. Okay, so you hear some noise, and it this is coming from the, uh, like, above you, but, so it would have to be fairly loud. This house, while it's creaking, it is old, it's a manor house, it's plaster walls. Sound didn't carry great inside of this house. Like there's a, you can see it's a very busy lot of rooms. So, but you hear, you hear this sound sort of, Muted, very muffled. Aeris. Aeris. Aeris or Aeris? That is so... And I, w- I just whispered to them, I heard them. They're speaking. How we did... just find the other stairs. We need to get up there. Okay, so you want to attempt... Did you hear what they said? I, I can't make it out. It's too difficult. Okay, then. I Let's get up there and figure this out. Let's go. Catherine's already moving. Can we go, uh, can we go, because we had been to the schoolroom yep. and saw a hall that went off from there, or right. this middle, this sort of center hallway. That seems like that would lead somewhere prominent back towards the kitchen or what have you, which okay, is where so generally the stairway yeah. would be. So you want to enter through the schoolroom, John, or through this, by the closed I would, I would say so we would there's... check out this center hall, right? This way. Everybody else okay with that? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, what, that's what my mind was thinking as well. The hall between school and cloakroom. Again, Aveline with the torch shoulders the door, front. makes it make you know twists it quietly, pushes with her shoulder. Gun is automatically up, light is up. Nothing appears to be out of order. You do see several interior doors 
left and right. And then there is some indication that there's a door on your left-hand side further down. But you don't see it. Initially, you do not see a staircase. Not sure if it's hidden from view. A lot of these older homes did have servants' entrances or or, or servant stairs were usually tucked away. So yep. it, you probably are on the right side of the house for that, but you just aren't seeing it yet. Is this stairway that would be on our right-hand side, is that going down? That is going down okay. to the parlor and kitchen, yes. So I would say we'd want to, we would check that door on the left then at the end of the hall there. Yeah. Okay. So left. that opens up and sure enough, there is a stair staircase going up. Okay. Let's go. It's completely dark, right? It is completely dark. The kitchen, um, you do smell uh, smoke and like cooking coming from not far, f- far from where you are right now. So really? somewhere nearby, the kitchen is nearby. Okay. Uh, um, does anybody have history with a hard success? Anybody have a good history yeah. skill? Or uh, I've got a good history. That for my history is ooh just off of a critical, but that is a hard success. Okay, hard success. Anybody else want to throw that or no? I'd need like okay. a one. Some of these older homes, John, the the fuse boxes were either on the exterior of the house or the kitchen. Um, I note that to the others. I say uh, from from what I've read. The fuse box is oftentimes found in the kitchen. And you definitely smell cooking right around the corner, like very nearby. This is a, Lauren, I'm a 21st century millennial question. Would any of us know how to operate a fuse box? The old then, fuse yeah. boxes would just simply spin out. They, they, they screw in. The glass, the glass, yeah, the yep. glass okay. uses. And, and right. they were commonly going out. Pretty much everybody who had a fuse box knew how to fix them back then. Yes. You had a box, box of these little glass fuses. Thank you. That's learning something every day, kids. Absolutely. <laughs> Abilene would be like still on the we need to clear the down floor. And if there's something in the kitchen that we should probably. Yeah, let's check, check it let's out. Let's do it then. Absolutely. So, so we would turn and go down the stairs. I would think so. Yes. Stealth rolls, please. Ooh, stealth. Oh, great. Oh, yay. My <laughs> favorite. All right. We got to do this. Hold on. I am not so much the stealthy guy. I got it. Yeah. Oh no. Thirty. Oh no. I got it. One (gasps) hundred. No. Okay. I fell and shot Aveline with my shotgun. (laughs) Uh, you do. You do have a situation. Okay, so you cannot re-roll or push a critical fail, uh, just like you wouldn't want to do a critical success. The ninety-six to hundred is considered the worst thing that can happen. In this case, it's a hundred. So what happens is Aveline starts making her way. She's walking. Schooly is directly over her shoulder. He's talking behind him. Catherine says, do you know how to use a fuse box? Yes, I do. He slips. He falls forward. Aveline, give me a dex check. 51. I just made it. I'm a 60. Okay. Aveline pushes herself away and rounds the corner. Schooly falls. Shotgun goes off. Oh, no. (laughs) And he is lying oh, no. on the floor, and he goes, Puck! <laughs> Bollocks. Bollocks! <laughs> so the what shotgun, the shotgun you... hits the ceiling, plaster sprays everywhere, and the house just stays quiet. Nothing moves. You're holding your breath, and you're thinking, there's just no way they didn't hear that. It was just, it was so loud. I mean, sound doesn't travel great in this home, but you literally shot the ceiling, the floor underneath them. Now you have a 12 gauge, right, John? Yes. Yeah, that's a big pop. 
I'm gonna jump into mom mode for a second. I grab Aveline, because she's still at the top of the stairs. No, Aveline is on the bottom. She's, like, over here. She jumped out of the way as John came tumbling down the stairs with the gun. Gotcha. Okay. Because I was still at the top of the stairs. I quickly come down, shut the door, run down the stairs. Is there anything in the immediate vicinity to bar that door with? So... John is still lying here at the yeah. bottom of the foyer. I'll, I'll see what to him in a second. Try, what door are you trying to bar and shut? The the one at the top of the stairs. There's something... Oh, this one up here? Yeah. Wait. Okay, yes. no. That's, a, no. that's a servant's staircase. No one has the ability to lock that. Oh, so I just shut the door. Okay. Do you shut the door? Yeah. Okay. Make a luck roll. Do I have to? <laughs> What's your power right now, Catherine? 65. Okay, make a, roll that one instead. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. 45, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so you don't shut the door. You start to shut the door and go, click, (laughs) very quietly. Okay. You didn't make any sound with it. Your power, you stayed calm. You were Okay, cool, cool. Now that I've clicked the door closed... So I'm I'm in a heap on the at the bottom of the, on the floor, yeah, you're, right? You're already you're already writing yourself, John. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm like son of a bitch and underneath my breast, and I'm getting my way up, and I'm reaching into my pocket for another shell to reload it into the into you know pop the chamber and reload uh reload the second professor? chamber. Disapproving <laughs> glares all around. She doesn't speak a word, just disapproving glares. Well, Where's this I, know, I have I know. to say, I have to say. I like the fact that the first thing he did was throw another shell into the gun. Like, well, nothing I could do about that now. Click. <laughs> but I'm going to be ready. And I, if you had forgotten, that would that could have come up a big thing later on. But you immediately dusted yourself off, dropped a shell, click. I got this. I got it. Good. I like that. Good Good play. I, run, right. for, I run for the kitchen. Cause, okay. Like, Taking I the make torch? A, I, I make a move. For, it's right there. Oh. Okay. It's right there, where Laura. We are now at the bottom of the stairs. So I you make go into the kitchen. the kitchen to see if, like, somebody was alerted or if I can subdue anybody that's going to, like, cause a ruckus. Okay, there's nobody the in the kitchen. Kitchen is empty. There is something on that was on the stove. It has. It, it smells like it's burning. It's been boiled out. You know that it's giving a very acrid, powerful smell. Give me a, grab a quick spot hidden. Me? Everybody. Okay. Anybody who's going into the kitchen. I'm assuming you're all together at this point. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's, I did not John, get it's it. not John's night. No, not get it either. Nope. Okay, so nobody sees a fuse box. You're looking around. You just don't see it very quickly. I'm sh- you're John. You're pretty certain it should be here. It could be leaning behind something. You know, not everybody kept it clear all the time. It could be in a small panel along the wall. But if you're interested in doing it, if you're looking to get the fuse box activated or try to see if you can fix it, this is going to take us more than just a quick search. Like, oh, there it is. It's going to be a search. Um, we're down I, here they, now. They, they know we're here. You know, any any uh, any element of surprise has been lost. I think the best thing we can do is 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 get the get the lights on. While I'm saying this, I grab a towel and uh, and grab the the hot handle of the of the pot and take it off of the burner. Okay, so that's good. Uh, that settles that situation down. It's definitely whatever in there. There, there had been some that was greasy. It had it had some grease to it, and it was definitely smoldering. So this. Eventually could have been an issue, but it would have you definitely disarmed that at the moment. So the idea is to go ahead and do the lights. You do find a panel after a, a minute or two of searching. There's no rolls for that. It's just a matter of, you know, feeling around using the torch. You mm-hmm. do see it. Lauren, uh, actually, yeah. I'll do all three. Go ahead and make me a listen roll. Uh, critical success on an... Wait, is it critical? One moment. 
God damn it. I'm not doing so hot tonight. Uh, critical success on an eight. Uh, Catherine, you believe you hear something that you believe the door that you shut is opening slowly behind you down the hall. I don't speak, but I motion that the door, I motion like, oh, door, like some, like something might be coming down. Is, is there this a before or after we've, we've fixed the fuse box? No, you just found it when she says, wait. Gotcha. And you're just opening the panel, John. I okay. shut the light off. No. The torchlight? I feel is it like pitch if, black something, in here? if something is, it pitch is black coming, in here? It will be now. Don't. She sh- I motion to you, do not shut that torch off. You help okay. him get the fuse Hold box on a lit. Minute. Hold on a minute. Aveline, you shut the, the light off. Catherine, you're gesticulating. Don't shut the light off. <laughs> it's dark. She said, wait, I heard something. Okay. I shut it off because I don't want, I want to be hidden. I'd rather be in darkness rather than somebody seeing me. You, so now of, you have to whisper to her, turn it back on. Turn it back on! Hold on. Motion her to come over close to me and to hood the, you know, to hood the light and to yep. shine it right at the fuse box. Because I, I, I can't see anything with a fuse box. Yep. And then I, I kind of, you know, to Catherine, like, watch our backs. Of course. Keeper, is there, like... In most kitchens, there is an island, a table, a central thing mm. to yeah, cook on. Yeah, there's a large on. butcher block cutting station. I get. I have my shotgun. It is loaded. I kneel behind it. I'm ready to go. Okay. The door, nice. uh, the door that you entered is still closed, but you hear you you definitely heard the door the, the further door open. You heard something, you know, and now the lights. She's trying to shield the light for John. John, you open the panel. You examine it. Two of the fuses are missing. Is there um, is there like a usually there's like a box of fuses or such right around the uh, the fuse box? Give me a luck roll. Or does anybody have resourceful? I do, but I'm holding the damn gun. Correct. <laughs> Aveline does as well, doesn't she? I do not. Or was have that res- Faye? Faye. Faye. Was Faye, Faye that was resourceful. Yep. But I have this hidden talent of shadow, so like I would rather give John the light and get into position for. Some shooting for a shooting. Okay. If you hand John the torch, that makes it a little easier to spot the thing. John, you just have to have a, a regular success on your luck roll. Oh one. my god. Holy moly. They the twenty eight. What's your luck? The... Oh wait. What? No, it's he your rolled... luck. He rolled twice. He rolled twice oh, by accident. Four was the first one. That was weird. Okay. Yeah, it made yeah. just delayed. Yeah. So you don't see any fuses lying around, John. Um, they could be tucked up in a, you know, again, it's a, it's a manor house. They manage to be lying around like a regular person's. Somebody may be in charge of it. You don't know, but you don't see them right away. Catherine, Aveline, you're both in position. Both of you start to see the door itself is like one of those, it swings. It doesn't have a, an open, like a lock or a handle. It just pushes. You see it start to slowly move and stops at about two inches. Two inches open. Can I, yep. can I make a listen? Go ahead. I'll do the same thing if you don't mind, Keeper. Sure. Not, not even. How long will it take me to recover from uh, Nothing, the, I'm sorry. from the box? Uh, I'm still, just, I'm still you're talking about the box. For, yeah, you're looking for 15, 20 seconds trying to find it real quick. You got, got it. it. So, yeah, you're you're a little preoccupied looking for it. You didn't roll a critical fail, but I mean, you were close. But you, you, you know, it's, you're just like you, you open another cabinet, like you see dishes, china. You, got it. you go to the left and right, and you're looking around. I'm not seeing. See I'm door. not seeing the door. No, no, you're trying to get the lights on. You're aggressively trying to do that. So. For the moment, you're kind of preoccupied. The two girls see it. The door stops at about two inches open. It was. Freaking thing I the goddamn bookshop. Sorry. Okay. I hear that. 
No, I didn't hears say AWOS. that out loud. No, I didn't. Okay, you hear that. You don't hear me scream. So I, so I hear that voice. I immediately, you know, stop what I'm doing and turn towards the voice, towards the okay. door. All I, three of you. I fire. You fire? At the closed door, yeah. It's what? not shotgun. It's opening inward it's slightly. Okay, it's a I... shotgun. It'll it'll make cheese Swiss cheese at the door. Great. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Let roll. Let's do this shit. What, what am I? I've never <laughs> what are your played. Gun a, I've never played a gun character in Call of Cthulhu. Look up your look up your okay. combat skill for gun. Gotcha. Roll the dice. My shotgun. And pray to God that you too. Well. Yeah. Okay. Oh so my what Lord kind of shotgun figure. do you have? 12-gauge pump. Oh, so you guys are basically hunting elephant. Okay, so so you hear this massive discharge. The door goes the door goes smashing in the other direction. So if there was somebody there holding the door or gently pushing on the door, it just slapped them out of the way. Debris, pieces of wood just go flying everywhere. You hear a thud. But you don't, you're not sure what's going on. The door starts swinging, but you can see one of its hinges is slightly off now. It's not perfectly square, and it's it does swing back, and now it's just just swinging back and forth. Like a barroom door, but, you know, a full size, where it's just pivoting, like in a restaurant. I give, but you definitely heard a thump. I give of something a... falling or something being struck. Hard Did to it... tell. Okay. You heard the I'm shot reload. go off? You heard the shot go off? Uh-huh. The door exploded. You heard a thump, and then the door came back. But it, you know, with lots. I reload. Of I you don't do have not to reload move. a pump for a while, but okay, you reach in okay. your bag and reload. I'm, one. I'm ready go. to go. I'm ready. I don't move. I Should give be Catherine about seven rounds. the. I give the Catherine the damn girl <laughs> look like I'm a bad bitch. All right. So what we'll do is we'll go for let's go for initiatives at this point. John, what's your initi- your dexterity? Forty. Aveline. I am a sixty in dex. What is, what is it, Catherine? 55. So it's Aveline, Catherine. The creature. <laughs> and John. I don't Catherine's know what it fired. is. fired. You heard a thump. We'll go to the top of the order. Uh, John is right, right in himself. Everyone will just, we'll say that was, a, a, a you know, just a wild shot. You guys get first move. If there's anything out there, you can make the decisions. Aveline, you're up. What do you want to do? I grab a knife and take cover. I have, I, she just so you has get, this you're dropping thing. the gun you're, or you grab, oh, no, you grab I, a knife with the other hand. I okay. Can, yeah. Cause I gave John the torch. Yep, I yep, grab yep. a knife and then I go behind something and whatever, I don't have the book on me I, and I forget what shadow does, but like I would use my ability to kind of blend into shadow. Yep, stay out okay. of this Cause I'm not believing that this is. So you, you basically take a, a defensive position and hide. Yes. With okay. a melee weapon in one hand and my gun in the other. Okay. And what does Catherine do? Look around. What is John currently doing? John is behind I would be you. looking yeah. towards the door, holding the torch in my shotgun. Okay. It would be great if we could get those lights on. Is there any any chance in hell we can get them lights on? I couldn't uh, find any fuses. Okay, it's all right. Fuses. Then in that case, I keep trying to listen, but my listen's not great. Any movement since I fired my gun? You don't hear anything. Okay. I motion John a little bit forward because I'm reluctant to give up my cover position. But it's like, is there any way you can see through the door? The, the holes door I now, made in the door. There's no full hole. It, it, yeah. it, it hit it hard. 
yeah but it didn't it didn't explode through the center of the door you're you know you're you're probably about 10 or 15 feet away when you shot it, it definitely left a ton of damage but these are older houses heavy Got doors it. whatever was on the other side of it if it was anywhere in the frame of the door it took a hell of a shot mm-hmm. just from the impact yeah you know, but but the door itself you'd have to okay. open the door to look all right i then like motion or like if john's within arm reach i pull him to me like get in cover here's the torch guns pointed at the door okay like, if 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 he comes when I when I pull him or call him like come here like get in cover with me okay like, John, what I don't do you know, do? I can't see the Aveline apparently so give me my light get in cover that's my idea yeah, I would be um I you would see me being you know preparing to walk towards the door okay, okay. so in that case cover is here if you need it all right yep. so you go to the door and you push it open John I slowly walk towards the door I've got my my shotgun trained on it with the torch and I use the gun to start, you know, the, the tip of the, the barrel to start pushing the door forward with okay. the uh, with the torch pointed lower towards the ground. It Not opens... like at me, but like, but like you know, forward. Yeah, it, it starts to open. It opens about five, six inches and then meets resistance. And I don't hear anything? Uh, no. Then I push harder. Oh, oh dear. I try to uh, I try to shove my way through the door. You do and see no and see. You know, I, I quickly kind of scan to see if there's anybody else standing uh, or no. in, in around, and then look at uh, you know what's what was blocking the door. What's blocking the door is a man who's dressed in what appears to be some sort of just robe cinched at the waist with a rope. Uh, the robes are white, and the you know with the torch you're looking down, and you see that. There is definite some sort of makeup placed onto the man's face as well. It has a a very bronzy tint to it and scroll work around the eyes and like thick black mascara or eyeliner. And he has shaved head and he's lying on the ground and appears like he had his teeth knocked out, not just his, his senses, but some of his teeth knocked out as he was leaning in to try to look and the door came flying forward from a shotgun blast. So he was knocked senseless. He's, he's you know, in a semi-state. Quickly scanning around, do I see any weapons uh, laying on the ground around him or near him? You do see what appears to be some sort of odd sword in in your history. I'll say you recognize it. It, it appears to be something like the the old. Uh, it looks sort of like a scythe, but then has the you know the straight edge to it. It was definitely an Egyptian looking weapon that you know has been made famous in movies and stuff. But it definitely appears to be an archaic form of a blade. I sling my shotgun over the shoulder with keeping the torch in the hand, okay. and I kind of I, I grab his cloak kind of by the scruff of his neck, yep. and I drag him I, I drag him into the into the kitchen and kind of dump him on the floor, you know, kind of struggling a little bit with that. I would say probably right. Dragging, well, what's uh, your strength? Sixty. No, oh, yeah, you can pull him. Yeah, you you pull him. Fa- I mean, you're not you're not Hercule. You know, you don't do an Arnold Schwarzenegger one arm under. You know, carry him like a child. Gotcha. But yeah, but you can pull him in with a sixty with no problem. Okay. He's, not, he's not that big of a guy. I stand up and say, "One of you care to question this gentleman?" And I walk over to the. Uh, I walk over and pick up the towel again off the counter. I can do it. Wipe my hands. Okay. I can do it, and I literally like funny for the viewers. I pop out of my little hidey hole and I go, "I'll do it." <laughs> All right, Aveline walks over. He's in a. I mean, he's his. He's lolling. His eyes are kind of still up into the top of his head. He's having a hard time focusing right now. It's, we it's... in any? Sorry. I also um... wanted to ask: Do I recognize? Um, do I recognize his, his, his makeup or dress at all? Go ahead and give me a history roll. There you go. Oh, that's, that's a critical success. You recognize, you recognize that it, you, if you had to 
dial in to, you know, your specialty may have been European history, but if you had to dial in, you're almost 100% confident that he's dressed in some form of a priestly garment, something that would have been or has been viewed in in hieroglyphics and other uh, representations from ancient Egypt as, you know, somebody who would have dealt in the temple itself or of, you know, in the priesthood. I kind of, uh, I say to them, this this man fancies himself some sort of Egyptian priest, I take it. Down through the piping of the heating vents and all that jazz from, you know, these older homes, they, they had radiators and holes in the floor where the radiator pipes would go up and you had, mm-hmm. you know, different things. You definitely hear a younger woman's scream from upstairs. Well, shit. Aveline well, that just changes like, things. Aveline would, like, look to Catherine, tie him up, see that he lives. John and I should go check that out. Like, John and I need to go check that out. Wait 20 seconds. You are not leaving me here. I no one tie, is left alone. We, we tie this guy up where he's not yeah. going anywhere, and then the three of us can go. Exactly. One yeah. of us has to watch him. He could escape. You're not if we tie him up well. Not a problem. I, I butt him in the, the I time. Take, I, take the butt of t- my, I take the butt of my rifle and smash it into his head. Okay. Give me a D6. That what do you need? Do Just a D6 roll. You're using the butt of the weapon, and I know how many HP he's got left. So. Don't do it too hard. We'll take. The Why first was it three roll. plus six? Oh, I don't okay. Know. Yeah, I don't know what she did. I there. might have rolled two d six. You Sorry. did. So the the first one's fine. You take the first uh, one. Sorry. Right, so you, know, you see his eyes roll back up into his head. John, you quickly lay, lean down, and it, how convenient that he was wearing a rope cinch belt. <laughs> you <laughs> you <laughs> strip that off of him, and you hog tie his hands behind his back. But he definitely goes sleepy bobos. You knocked him right out with the gun. You're boom. I bind his wrists and then I bind his ankles to his wrists. Okay, okay. let's behind go. his back. Okay, he's not you going anywhere. So you run up the first set of stairs. You come to the door. It's been left open. You can the, the stairs are up. You know, there's stairs in front of you. Are you just bolting up? What do you want to do? Um, I'm following Aveline as she seems to uh, to have uh, insertion tactics down pretty well, <laughs> as I noticed <laughs> earlier. Thank you. Um, I. Aveline would definitely take the stairs, like, two at a time. At this point, they know we're here. It's time to either make it or break it. We go. We commit or quit. Okay. So. Main stairs or these side stairs? The side stairs. She would do the side stairs because it's the quickest That's the closest one. That's the closest. Got it. I didn't know if we'd run out. No, no, no. So. Up the stairs you go, you bolt around the corner, it leads you to this hallway here. Uh, you can see there are two doors there, one to the okay. left, one to the right. I feel like uh, going back to the, the, the other wing of the house is where all the activity was. And okay. the, the scream the scream seemed distant? Uh, it was pretty loud. Well, shit. Um, Anything else as we were moving there... now that we're not running up a set of stairs? Is there any uh, role we could take to give us a sense of yeah. you know, if, what direction the scream was coming from? Everybody make me a pow check and Power? we'll see if you all stop and get a sense of bearing before you move on. Or if there's, if the noise, like you come up and you stop for a second and listen. Um, if everybody's and I made it. under cool and control. I made it as well. 41. Critically made it. Okay. So yeah. everybody kind of comes up, hit the, they hit the door. Aveline pushes the door just a little bit. You listen and you hear another scream coming from down the hallway somewhere out in here or further. You definitely hear a scream coming from the other side hey, of the house. I motion with my finger to Catherine next to me. We're going to take, I'm going, and like, basically I motion with my hands as best I can. I'm going to kick the door in and 
clear it. You come in behind me. John's the last one, and he he'll be like our last line of defense. Well, can, I, can I just clarify something? That is, um, so that's a gallery, right? So that's that is a that is uh, a yeah, like a yeah, that is way, open actually. to the first floor. Then, yeah, that's. I'm sorry, this is open to the first. You would have had to come this way. Yeah, this whole section up in the upper part is open down to the first floor. Yep. Good. So I can throw somebody off the balcony there. Nice. Yeah. And cool. Yes. So why, you come, why is the you... guy with the torch going last? Um, I give the torch back to Aveline. <laughs> I would have done that. I have a knife. I have a knife. <laughs> Put she the slips, knife away. <laughs> she slips the knife carefully between her bosom, like in her bra. She tucks it no, away. No, I don't. Because I she's don't that kind it. of keeler. And uh, I put the knife between my teeth. Really? Why not? Okay, Ann Bonnie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so well, you make it through. You what? What's more realistic? Putting it in my teeth or putting it in my chest? It was a joke either way. You come through the bathroom. That door is open. You make your way out. You're crossing the main gallery. And you hear, Haru, Raha. Haru, Raha. Fork this noise. Okay. I will spell it. No. Does that sound familiar at all to me? You would make a cult roll. That is a regular success. It has familiarity. You've, You've read it somewhere. It's just under these conditions, you're not recalling the exact place gotcha. you read it. If you chant of some sort, about, can't place it. Yeah, but if you've had a, if you had 25, 30 minutes, you probably could be able to put it back together real quick. You know, going through like old notes or things you would have in your study or in your office in Lisbon. But right now, it, you, you definitely go, "Whoa, I know that. I know that from somewhere." Just aren't it, sure who what is my is my instinct like? I know that that's not good, or I know that that's you know a harmless thing. Haruraha, you don't believe that's the right word. It's, oh. You think this is a reference to something much older and that it's a modern vernacular of an older, older word, but you just don't know which one. In any case, fanatics, right? Good. Uh, I know what to do. Yeah. Good. Oh, I got great. this. Yeah. Mr. Trippy. Oh, wait, more people. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Trippy. That was just too perfect. Mr. Trippy. Okay. There's so you cross thing. the gallery. Yeah, and this door is closed. Uh, when you reach what you, not sure what this is, but this way here is definitely closed. The door is shut. The door is shut. It is. It, it, Can I, Aveline's Aveline's in the front, right? Yep. I another the door. another scream. I kick the door down. No. Strength check. What uno momento? There could be a hundred people in there. Why are we kicking the door in? Okay. Scatter guns are for. Sorry, trying to... Ha! 35. Which is a... It's a regular success. But... Regular success? It's a regular success. You hit it, you kick it, third kick, it goes in. It blows. So the door needed a little bit more than a regular success, but you're able to... You sit at it, you go, you kick it. Uh, now you can hear... Le- you hear, Make the bindings! Wrap the precious one! It is time! It is time! Okay. Oh, ho, ho. If Aveline's not running forward, I'm pushing past her. I'm already in the room. All right, good. What am I seeing? What do we see in the room? You run through the room. Well, immediately, what do we see in the wardrobe? In in this room, you don't see anything, but the next door is open. It leads to a hallway. hallway Empty room, we're running through it. Yep. Uh, Running, 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 running. You get to here. This door down here appears to be open. The first one in front of you is closed. The noise sounds like it's coming from in here. Haru-raha. Haru-raha. 
Do you you just burst into the room? I think at this point I would be. I'm controlling myself, but I'm like running for it with my gun held yeah. aloft. I mean, okay. I'm I'm prepared, but um, I hear okay, a scream. It... I hear yep. you know fanatics of some sort. It seems to me. So as you enter the room, you see you see um a woman you would assume to be Percival Reese's wife. She's on the floor crying. She's tearing strips of linen out of draperies and old and her clothing. Her daughter is sitting there as well. She's sitting next to a vat that has been filled with something that now smells similar to what was cooking on the stove and she's pushing these these bindings into this into this material itself and lying on the table in the far corner back here under the top bay window is a table and you see Percival Reese and his entire body has his chest has been cut open he's been vivisected there's a muffin a muffin jar a flour bin all those things have been used for his organs and you can see the hot wire that was used to pull out what was, you know, the gray matter from his skull. Uh, everybody that goes in, I need a sanity check. Yes. You also see, oh, I'll tell you what you see in a second with the, who else is in there. But that you see them ripping and making sure you, these things. John, you made it. Sacks. I made it. Everybody mm-hmm. made a sanity check. Okay, yeah. so, so you only each lose one point of sanity. That's good because it could have been a little bit heavier. You see one man in what appears to be a coyote mask. Some sort of uh, of of hound, all black with gold ears, and you see four men, one with a Thompson machine gun in the corner. You see him, and then you see one, two, three men here. The other guy with the mask that looks like a coyote or some form of dog is behind the table where Percival Reese has been splayed out, and his wife and child are kneeling in front of it, creating the wrappings. It looks like they're going to mummify him. Do the wife and the child look? coerced or are they her her clothes are uh, the mother's clothes have been torn some so she's um she's barely keeping her modesty dress is ripped there's a smash on the side of her face she's in she's been bludgeoned the young okay. girl it looks like her hair some of her hair has been pulled out her scalp is showing there's a little bit of blood on the side of okay. her head she has definitely sense. they've definitely seen better days and you think they were probably you know grabbed from the red parlor and brought up here to this okay. situation Okay, so this isn't like a happy family cult session. This is nope. So the way the way this is going to so, work because we want to. Yep. I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, you know, bursting into the room like this. If I've yep. identified the guy with a Tommy gun, you said, yeah, I, I would have lowered my shotgun and fired right into him. Okay, so we're gonna. What we're gonna do is we're going to try to. We'll go through this fairly quickly because I know John, you have things to do, and I got the other situation happening but so why don't we take the players first aveline when you came in you kept moving so you're facing Mm -hmm. the you're facing what you think is some sort of a high priest or a guy in a mask you have your gun pointed at him Catherine. you came in after john because you are the third in the group so john go ahead and fire we'll let aveline take an action Catherine take an action and then the bad guys will get their set of actions all right so So the shotgun goes off now i mean it yeah, that's just a regular roll. I mean, in this close of quarters with a yep. with a sawed off, there's no benefits to. I mean, there's no debt. He first of all, you got the jump on him, so he can't dodge. Understood. Yep. What you can do is you can push the roll, but then we can talk about what happens if it fails. And it doesn't yep. have to be an epic fail; it's just a fail. I understand. And you can't spend luck on the second one. So, do you want to push the roll? Tell me what you did differently that you like. You know, you came in and you were sliding, but you, you know, you, you almost fell. You put your, you know, you got your feet planted and you fired. 
give me an idea of what you would have done to help correct that mistake when you came running in. I don't think I'm going to push the roll. My my shot my shot goes errant. It does. Okay, shot goes errant. Boom! The room fills. The two girls scream. The women scream. They they hit the, the mother covers her child up. You hear? What are you doing? The violence! All right, Aveline, give me a roll. What kind of roll gun? My gun roll? Well, unless you're trying to wrestle him. Okay, I've got a 70 in my handgun. I unfortunately only get a 51. Doesn't matter, it's a hit. So go ahead and roll the damage. My 45 has a 1d10. Are you shooting uh, at the uh, the guy in the mask? Yes. I'm, I'm shooting the man in the mask because he's the creepiest of them all. Hmm, okay. Oops, hold on. Well, again, you know, if... if, if... As she's running in, John, she ran right towards the women. You saw yep. the guy with the Thompsons. You fired. You would normally think that shot's going to at least, you know what I mean? So she's eight. pointing at somebody else. Does eight points of damage? Okay. There's a loud scream, a burst of blood. Stuff doesn't look good. That that situation's going on. Catherine, you still can fire at any target you want. To get to the, how many people have guns? Just You the... only see one. Okay. I fire at him then. And then I'll the make. Thompsons? And then okay. I'll make a move for the ladies because got to get them out of there. Okay. Oh, um, my damage is indicative of range, depending on like how you're many. Very close. Okay, you're, so you're very close would range. would you say I'm within ten yards? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. If yeah. I ma- if I make this shot, I'm rolling four d six. Okay. You don't have a sh- you don't have a shot off though, do you? No. Twelve. I'm I'm just referring to my sheet. That yeah, is a success. Thirty eight. Okay. Because a regular shotgun's different than the five ten. That's the shot off range. You're fine. Your damage is definitely four d six. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you so, made it, Catherine. Yeah, and so, that's four of them. How do I? Just d six. D six plus four. Four. Like four times. Whoa! <laughs> the gun goes firing up in the air. He takes a massive shot. He staggers back. Blood is everywhere. Part of his, the lower part of his chin, his jaw just disintegrates Oof. from the shot. The cartridge gets ejected. Bounces on the ground. The women are frantic. The pre. The, the person in the mask is staggering backwards towards the bay window. He's been shot, and now it's their turn. Let's see who made John. They're coming. The first two are going to charge towards you with swords. Okay. Ow. So, John, you can make a dodge roll. What that does is it gives you penalties on your next attack in close quarters. That's what you, you can do that. The guy is coming in, and he's swinging awful hard. If your dodge is decent, it's usually worth it to use it. But you don't have to. You can plant your feet and kind of get ready for your next attack. Your call. My dodge is okay. I I would say I was so fixated into you know into to bearing my weapon down on the uh, the guy with the gun. Yep. That I'm just sort of you know I'm just sort of steeled to where to where I am and what I'm doing. So I have my gun firmly held in my hand, and I see him coming in. I'm just kind of bracing myself. Okay. So he swings across. He cut cuts you on your on your arm. It's not deep. It hurts, but it's it, it gets a lot of cloth. the the wicked the, the wicked part of the sword where the the, the straight meets the the bend. Um, you only get the the upper like three inches across your arm, and you take five points of damage. The other one misses. The priest himself, Kayla, he's clutching at his chest, and you see him reach and throw something towards you. So, Aveline, do you want to make a dodge roll, or are you just? It doesn't appear to be a nothing weapony comes out at you. It's a mist. It's just. Oh, I would dodge that. Go ahead and give I me a dodge. dodge and my dodge is only a 30. Great. Yes, 18. That's a hard success? No, but it's a success. Okay. So you start to dodge and, and you step backwards, 
and everyone, Catherine, John, you hear (coughs) (coughs) Aveline starts coughing. She starts coughing and everything. And literally she screams. Give me a sanity check, Aveline. Oh, come on. I thought I dodged. You did, but he had a critical success. 12 on a 53. You're staying calm, but you feel something in your throat and it feels like it's growing. Oh my. The other guy with the sword turns with Catherine, makes one attempt. Bitch. And Catherine, do you want to try to dodge? What is dodge? Dodge is, if you have the dodge skill, you roll it, and then there's a, a penalty to your next it's action. It's in your combat. It's in the combat section of your sheet, first page, bottom right corner. Oh, 27. Um, you know what? We're going to try it, because why not? I'm probably getting hit, though, but I'm not too concerned about it. Because you would tank! I'm a, I'm a beast. She didn't dodge. Okay. 53. Not even. I'm not. There's no point in pushing it. Okay. So you, t- you take five points of damage as well. Sword cuts okay. you. You step back. You don't fully, you know, you don't get out of the way, but it shears. It cuts across your midsection. Definitely going to leave a, you know, a mark, but you're not in desperate, desperate straits yet. Top of the order, Aveline, you are choking. You are trying to maintain your composure. What is your constitution? Could you make me a con roll? Uh, my con is a 65 and um, 25. You're still able to catch air, but you're finding that you're, it's getting harder and harder. You something is literally manifesting itself, and now you can feel what appears like small fingers slipping against your esophagus. It's okay. definitely something is attempting to move through your body. I make to throw up. Like I put a finger down my throat and I try to like vomit something, vomit this up. Let's see. Give me a luck roll. God dang it. No. No, 97. Okay, that's bad. Yeah, okay. I know. So you stick your finger down. You stick your finger down your throat. Something grabs it and starts making you <laughs> try to fist your own face with your mouth, with your hand. It's drawing <laughs> your fingers, and it's you can feel the flesh shredding on your hand, on your finger, and it, you're literally trying to lodge. The girls are now screaming. The young woman is nearly passed. The young girl is passed out. Her mother's like, what are you? Go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Help us. Help us. And you're like, oh, as it's pulling it into your own throat. Yeah, John, you're uh-huh. up. Oh, no, Catherine, you're up. Because John would have been, fa- John you came know, in first to the room, but you're faster on initiative. <laughs> the, state of the man I've shot, because my friend is eating herself right now. Okay. So you rush towards Aveline? No, no, no. I'm asking, what is the state of the dude I've just shot in the head, like in the in the face? Well, the top basically, the machine gun guy is dead. You just have a swordman who's trying to fight you. Oh. And the okay. and the man in the Anubis mask is still sitting there. Now you're. Because <laughs> he sees her, he's bleeding, but he sees her literally gagging on her. Okay. She's she's turning blue. Holy hell! I need to solve the sword guy. Okay, we fire at swordman. Okay. Remember, you I, did try to dodge. So go ahead and make a roll. What is that? Does that affect minus my, 10 my your shoot? Oh, no. Okay, that don't work. 64. Okay, do you want to push I'm it? A, I'm a 65. You can burn a luck to have a success. Oh, so we, no, you need minus 10. So yeah. So you're a 55. Okay, no. You want to push the roll? Push it. I need help. I'm dying here. For some reason, I believe Pushing he's it. getting hit. 35. Okay, go ahead and take your damage. 46. Okay, you hit him square in the stomach. He doubles over bleeding. He's screaming. The high priest is like, no, no! 
Aveline is still. Okay, John, my what do you want to do? My next immediate action is to run and help this you woman. You have no immediate action. You just okay. Have I have no okay. Um, next, when we what's do the reaction. What's the reaction of the other swordsman? Uh, standing sees... there, s- squaring off with you, John. He's the last okay. one up, pretty much. He is. He is steadfast. Um, he is steadfast. I. I you know, lower my gun and try to fire the uh, the second yep. chamber into him. Go ahead. Now, you didn't dodge, so you're good. Oh, God, they'll do it. Okay. Yeah. Woo! Professor Schooley's still stealing my rolls. Trust I'm me, Schooley's had a rough night. <laughs> I'm having a rough evening, too. But, like, I'm joking. Do I okay. roll any, any bonus for the extra success there, or uh, just standard damage? It's standard damage unless you roll a critical. You know, is that a critical success for you? It is. Oh, it's too off. No. Okay. Then it's just yeah. Hard successes. What that does is it limits his dodge because now he has to hard dodge. He can't just have a successful dodge. He you you make gotcha. him not able to jump out of the way as good. But if you make a critical, you get one die of six, one die of max damage, and then the others are rolled. And then if you get a five, four, three, two, one, it's full damage. Gotcha. Yeah. So you hit him. You hit him for that. Ten is no joke. He goes down grabbing his leg. Aveline, I'm going to need a con roll at minus 20. Oh, my God. So now my con is 45. No, 70. Okay. She hits the ground collapsing. Everyone kind of turns. They're running to try to get to her. The high priest is laughing. He's, he isn't leaving. He's not leaving. He's literally sitting there just laughing his head off. And as you run over to her, her now all of her knuckles – her hand and the glove is now in her throat and something is just, her arm is jerking further down her throat. It's trying to keep pulling on it, whatever is in there. And that's where we'll call it a night. Whoa. No, I was going to be oh. pull. No. We'll see everybody in a week. I need to save her life. What the heck? <laughs> You're killing me. Literally. So the high priest is laughing. The two women, the young girls passed out. Aveline is self-choking herself. And as John and Catherine go running to try to aid their friend who is dying of asphyxiation from an unknown alien object or so of something alien in her throat, pulling her hand down her throat. But uh, for now, John, Aveline, Catherine, thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.